Hello, and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And I'm your other co-host, LaSharma Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey. Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help them feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in and enjoy the conversation. Hey, Tanya, how are you? Yeah, you know, our offline conversation, how that is. (laughs) But I feel a lot better today. I'm rested. Uh, We had an eventful weekend, attending the uh, Sigma Gamma Rho Gospel Banquet through my chapter. So I was, you know, thankful to attend that. But today I did, I felt a lot rested. I think I'm going to put some more PTO in. So I can get girls. So I can get some some rest in between because I have had a busy October month, and I didn't realize how tired I was. So how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh goodness, I'm good. I mean, I'm always good. I think life life is kind of a blur. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. right, well, right, you know, like blur. just when the days go because there's so much going on, and I'm balancing. Just so much. And I think, I mean, that's not unique, you know, to me. I think all of us are balancing. And it's just a lot, you know. So it's interesting, like, when you're talking about you you did a lot, you were tired, just how important rest is. We're so busy, you know, with our, like, if we got businesses, you know, I'm a writer. So I feel like I'm constantly doing something or when I'm not doing something, I'm thinking about something that I should be doing or need to be doing, you know, between writing, editing, you know, making videos, editing videos, cleaning up my house, trying to keep this kitchen together. Because I I tell you, living by yourself, it is really easy to let things go to the wayside because, you know, it's like nobody... I don't have a kid saying, hey, mom, did you wash my clothes? Or nobody saying, hey, what's for dinner? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, it's like anything goes over here, you know? So I'm trying not to, you know, live like just because there's nobody else looking over your shoulder, you still need to do things that need to be done, you know? So I'm trying to, you know, keep my kitchen together and stay on top of my grocery shopping because it's really easy as a single person to say, oh, it's no food in here. Let me just order some food. I think Mm -hmm. like last Sunday, I, and this was definitely a stretch for me. I don't recommend doing this, but sometimes you need a day. I literally ordered DoorDash like three separate times. Like I had, I had already, already had had, I think that particular day I had ordered Chinese food the day before that I picked up. So I had that to kind of eat on for lunch and dinner. But when mm-hmm. I got up for breakfast, I was like, I don't feel like getting up cooking. I didn't even feel like making coffee. I ordered Tim Hortons and then I, I thought that was just going to be it. And then like later, 
after I had my lunch. And then I was like, dang, I kind of want a snack. Then I was like, I've gotten excited because the Cinnabon uh, location is on DoorDash for me, which it hadn't been for a while. So I ordered a Cinnabon snack. And then later on, I thought, I want some chips. I need some pop. And just did not want to get put in a uh-uh. <laughs> And then... Wait a minute. What did what we get? We actually podcasted that day because I remember I uh-uh. stood up in bed, recorded the podcast. I had every intention of getting one. You and I were recording. My plan was kind of like to get up and get out there and go grocery shopping. I think I had some stuff I needed to do for the sorority too. And it was like, after we got off that phone, I got back settled in the bed. And I was just like, I said, forget it. I'm chilling today. And so it was that type of day. But it was sometimes you have to give in and do things like that that you need to do, whether it's ordering food all day or it's just staying at home and just not being out and about. So, you know, that's that's just how it goes, you know, but... Definitely encourage. I was looking at the news this morning and they were talking about the importance of rest and like how it relates to stress and um, the onset of depression, you know. So we just got to really be careful about all the things that we put on our to do list. And, you know, sometimes we got to say, forget that action item. If it's not life or death, it's not getting done today. If you need a, a mental break, you know, from whatever is going on in life. But and um, I do. So that's exactly how uh, I feel. <laughs> yeah. And I'm uh, looking at, you know, the holidays are coming. You know, this is about to be a busy few couple of months. You know, you got Thanksgiving, you got family gatherings. There's going to be stuff going on in the workplace. You know, holiday parties. Who you tell? And me? it's like I, I'm just looking at my calendar, like, ooh. And then, and now because my my business, like with my sister, like business, I've got a couple of clients. You know that they're in my rotation of stuff. So I'm like, ooh, I got to be careful how many clients I, you know, build myself up to because I have heard people who are in the hair business. You know, because mm-hmm. hair is a a very demanding business. So if you got people coming on different days of the week or weekends, you can be busy all the time. So that's yeah. one of those things where you have to schedule your off time and don't let any business that you're doing like just consume you to the point where you're overwhelmed and like, oh my God, I just need a break. You don't want to fall out. You got to plan those breaks. That's why I was over here cracking up when you said I got my, I'm an author. I'm like, girl, you ain't even list half of your business. You just, I just put a straight couple. to the right <laughs> You know, Doc Tisha, like I had talked to Sonia today who sat at the table with us at the Gospel Banquet. Uh, mm-hmm. Special thanks for her coming and for you coming to attend and Miss uh, and my bestie uh, mom and friend, uh, even Ox. But uh, that was Kelly's yeah. mom. That was Kelly's mom. You said, like, it's like the introductions because I got there kind of late. You gave me everybody's name. But I had no idea that that was Kelly's mom. <laughs> yeah, that was her mom. And so I was talking to, and she was talking about how, you know, the hair and everything, the locks. And she said, well, you know, Sharma said she did her own hair, blah, blah. I said, she is a, she's like, I just had, you know, if I thought about it, I would have to find a lot of tissue because Sonia has, you know, we was talking about her hair. It was like, you have very thick hair. I said, you looking at probably, you high up there. Because she's like, yeah. 
you know, LaCharmaine had told me it could be up to 1500 I said, that's her being generous. I said, you're about three grand. Because if you see Sonia's hair, yeah, I don't know how much her. she Is it her? Yeah. Because I thought, I thought she was talking about her sister. They both. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know her. I think Felicia name. got probably about four to five inches more than her, but they both are long hair. And so when she said, I said, well, Sherman's alive. She said, she don't do it. I said, yes, she does. I sent the page to her like, what? You sit right next to a sister lock. Yeah, but I did. I told her, but I thought she was asking more for her sister. Yeah, no, I had to tell her. She was like, what? I said, I told you Sherman got about 17 jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. But look, don't have the don't have the money to show for it. They not flowing. They're not flowing business. They're not manifesting as yeah. You in the process of manifesting them still, but yeah. I was like, sure, You know, she knows a lot. that page to her, like, here the page. Look at you, like, you you so not you so good. Good support. I was over here like this, like you were sitting right next to her because she was talking about how she liked my sorority Nia's um, natural curls hair pattern too and I thought for some reason I thought Nia did that but I guess she went to some place um, nearby and she was telling me about that so when I see Nia I'm going to ask her so I can get that contact over to Tonya as well because as women we like to switch it up sometimes curly locks the only thing uh, with the locks like I told her because she was like why don't you, why you get your hair locked I said I'm not there yet I still like to switch it up I said, when I get a little older, maybe it'd be something I look into. Oh, it, right now. why do you keep them braids in your hair? Now, you switch your hair up in different styles within the braids. Yeah, you yeah. might as well get locks. I have well, not whatever. seen this since uh, yeah, your wedding. For me personally, I ain't seen this since oh, your wedding. For the baby shower, I, had, I was wearing it straight probably up to old past. After that, I think I did one good weave. But see, my hair is one of those, like, I had to stop straightening it because when I started applying heat, it was shred. It was mm-hmm. shed. So when it sheds like that, it's hard for me to contain the shred. I have tried everything to really contain it. And it probably needs to be under somebody that really cares for hair. Like, I was going to a beautician. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if they really knew how to really... You know, some beauticians take pride in their craft, so they'd be like, okay, do this at night. You know, you could tell the ones that care and the ones that really just, you know, trying to get you going. Now, it stayed long and healthy, but as it, the more heat I applied, the shorter it started getting. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what makes you know, most of our hair, um, and I'm sure it's across the board, but, you know, I'm going to speak to the African-American experience, but mm-hmm. that's why when we get locks, and when we, or when we do those um, protective styles, our hair flourishes then. It's right. when we want to take a break and say, oh, I want to hear my, I want to wear my hair down. I want to see how long it's got. Let me straighten it. Then we want to start curling. And when she's taking out that protective mm-hmm. style, all the elements of the heat and the cold and all of that stuff gets to it on top of all of your styling that you're doing. And then right. the hair breakage starts. And then you're like, oh, let me go back to that protective style. So that's why I actually, I like locks because I was wearing my hair when I was doing the natural and not straightening it. Mm-hmm. That was just a lot of work. You know, like- It is. It is. Good. So one thing I like with locks, sometimes on my, on my worst hair days, how I feel, 
I still get compliments and it'll be like, oh, I just love your hair. I'll be thinking, girl, I need to do something to this hair. Like I need to put a style to it or something because mm-hmm. I just be getting up and going. But I love it. It, it works for me. So I've done the sh- And you can tell because your hair grows with it. It's a me. Yep. Because your hair grows yeah. alone. I seen how when I first met you, how it was to now and it has grown and it's thicker too. Because a lot of times with people, see, see, you got to find a hairstyle that fits you too. I believe in that. I feel like the hairstyle lots fits you because you know your hair is still growing and maintaining. Whereas in some people, they might need, I don't know, a little assistance with a little couple of extension lights or no, that, that, I, I, that, I, I, that part around the perimeter. Yeah, the part around the perimeter. I'm just trying to be well, like Well, yeah, cool. I will say that when you have the a lot of people, because they mess their hair up with all of the tugging and, you know, gel yep. and, you know, you don't have no edges anymore. You know, so I also think that's like when you just said, maybe when you get older, but that's the thing as we get older, our hair goes through a whole nother process. So it's like, get them, get them locks while your hair is probably in the best state, you know, like that it's going to be. Because when you start getting older and, you know, our bodies start going through those for women, hormonal changes, God forbid, when, not God forbid, because I'm looking forward to uh, what's coming for me. Uh, what is it called? No, no, no. Menopause, girl. I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. I'm not ready for hot flashes, but I am ready for, you know, no longer having the monthly. So I'm looking forward to it you for that to, purpose. We're going to have to do a whole separate podcast on the monthly. You you had a beef with that monthly for years. You know what? I, you know what? When I, I start mean, having I think, it, yo, I think you have a, a major beef with it. Like, I don't even know why you keep coming every month. Like, you look at it like that. I started having it because... When I had been on the, um, I had the IUD for most of me and Kevin's relationship. And um, so I really was not having a cycle. So it was like when I had the stroke in 2019, that's when I had to take it out. So then I started having the cycle again. And I guess it just gives me bad memories of when I was, you know, because I did not go on a drought. You know, like you did. So I have yeah. still been, you know, kind of getting it in. Normalized droughts. <laughs> normalized droughts. Uh-uh. I'm going to normalize getting it in, girl. Normalize but... a drought. I'm going to be like, whole girl from Insecure, they make it, because they make it, it's a big uh, internet uh, frenzy about Yvonne. I think her name is Or. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but. Or she's. It's or something, and she's Molly from Insecure, but in real life, she is a virgin, and she's staying to it. A virgin? Yes. Or is she like a, a re-virgin? No, like, she ain't born again. She is no, she's not a burning, not a, not a born Well, God bless her, and I, I'm not mad at her, and yes, yeah. my thing is, what you don't miss what you have not had, but, you know, it's just that when you have started, it's kind of hard, and then for me, I'm, I feel like I'm not in my sexual prime. And like they Me say, too. when we get in our 40s. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I'm like, sometimes when I, you know, no longer seeing, you know, a certain someone, then it's kind of like, oh, I'm like really enjoying that that part of my life. And I, I it kind of scares me if I did want to go on a drought, you know, or if I did have to go on a drought. Like, I'm just, I'm pulling back from this. You know, so I, that, I just do. I feel like, dog, I don't want to not get it. And, I, and part of that, too, 
goes to my marriage because my marriage, when my late husband and I were together in the beginning, before we got married, we were having all this fantastic sex. And then it was like, after we got married, it continued a little bit on the same level, but it started this decline. And once that decline started, and then he wound up getting sick, you know, a few years into that, it was like, I feel like I missed a good seven years of great sex that I should have been having. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been making up for it since, um, you know, he's, he's been gone. So, yeah, we gonna I don't even know how that we got on that. Yeah, 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 we're going to do a whole episode because I was about to say, Tanya, just, I, I have, I have, I need to have my back blown out. <laughs> I don't think I ever had. I think I got real close, like, oh, Woo! he was real, real close, but never blown out. So I think that, you know, you know, not to be explicit, but that's why, I mean, the drought was hard. That's why mm-hmm. it's, hard. it's still hard. But um, I just, it, it's just not, I, I don't know if it's more of a drought or more of a depression or what, but, you know, I'm in it. I'm I'm holding on. I, yeah, well, I don't want, I don't want to force anybody, you know, to get into anything um, just for the sake of getting into it. You know, mm-hmm. I just happen to be in a situation where, you know, I haven't had to do the drought. I've only thought about it in terms, if I did it, it would kind of be similar to, you know, you made a decision. Like, you know what? So you're not in the drought right now? You're not in the drought right now? Uh-uh. No, ma'am. Oh, oh I see. You're a whole lot of me. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not in the drought. You're not going to you know. We'll talk about Offline. Offline yeah, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Let's talk about sex conversation. Let's talk and, about sex, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to, to have that next next uh, podcast in my drought. We might bring Azaray on too. So we can hear her take on the on the drought as well. Yeah, so she did it too, right? Right. Might have to call it drought. We might have to call it dry 20. Um, you know, we got to just, we got to give it a name. We have to have a name in itself. But go ahead with our topic today. <laughs> well, I thought it was fitting um, just to talk about, you know, Thanksgiving. We're in the season of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And just in thinking about that, this is a time when a lot of, well, you know, like all of the nonprofit businesses, are about to clean up, you know, because everybody starts thinking about giving for some reason in the month of November because we're we're being thankful for what we have and, mm. you know, we're kind of pushed, you know, by, you know, society is like, this is the time to give. You know, we give into the Salvation Army because they're out there ringing that bell and, you know, people are, oh, let's, well, you know, Christmas time is, you know, the angels and we're giving presents away to, you know, adopting families and things of that nature. But, you know, for the widow community, at the point when you lose a spouse, you're kind of automatically kind of thrown in a place of need. And that's even if you did, you know, have a, you know, maybe your your spouse and yourself, you have had, you know, life insurance. So you may 
have some money, you know, to fall back on, but money can't replace everything that you've lost, you know, from the loss of your spouse, you know, Mm -hmm. so you might have that money to help with some bills, but it's other things that you need help with. But when you've been kind of all so used to just relying on your partner, you may be out of practice of having to reach out to other people, you know, asking for help, you know, for your kids, if you need a tutor, you know, your kid's not doing well in school, you know, having to get those resources. And, um, you know, just for yourself, you know, we're talking about your sex life has changed. You might not have had that, you know, when you were you were single or when you were married and you had this partner. Now that's not there. You might have to lean on your friends a little bit more, you know, just to get you through, you know, the stages. And it's hard asking for help. And I struggle asking for help because unfortunately, I am identified in my family or I am viewed in my family, no matter what I have been through in life. It's like people see La Sherman and it's like, okay, she's good. She's good. I've been going through a divorce. She's good. Mm-hmm. Husband was sick. She's good. You know, <laughs> had a stroke. Thank God I, I did bounce back from my stroke. You know, I was not down for long. You know, so when people kind of see you go through life struggles, but you're not visibly challenged or you don't seem on the outside like you're going through it and you need us assistance, you know, people don't think you need that help. And sometimes you can kind of fool yourself and be like, okay, well, well, you're just not even fooling yourself. You just think, well, I got to have it, you know, because you're not comfortable needing help because then when you have to tell people that you need help, and this is my struggle, because my family in particular, my parents, I'll say my parents, because I'm going to make it about that, because my parents, they're more helpful to my siblings. My younger brother and my older, no, I'm sorry, backwards. My older brother and my younger sister. Mm-hmm. They're always getting the help from my parents. And I find myself being resentful sometimes when I just hear through conversation, you know, that, oh, mom helped you with this or, you know, mom, daddy helped you with that. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm the one sitting over here managing a whole house by myself. Mm-hmm. And nobody is like calling like, are you OK? Do you need any help? I got a whole lawn that needs to be, you know, leaves picked up. People just make the assumption, oh, she has money. She can just get a lawn service. I'm like, no, I'm trying to minimize my expenses. So I'm out here picking up leaves, you know, by myself instead of feeling comfortable enough, you know, to ask my family for help. And, you know, that's my struggle because... Girl, not the leaves. That, 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 that really... Anytime the yard work starts, that's when you really start contemplating. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I had said... I after, reflected on your life. You start contemplating, like, why? I've been trying not to get mad at people. Here's my thing. I try not to get mad at people because, like, when I'm out there... even though, And I enjoy I enjoy physical work. I think the problem that I have with my leaves is just that it's so much. And then in the wintertime, or like now we're in the fall season, so I can get out there when we finally have a nice day. I don't mind being outside. I was in the yard, um, I think it was Saturday morning or, I don't know. It was, you know, I think it was after work 
on like Friday or something, came home and it just happened to be nice outside. Mm-hmm. So I, I did like about 11 bags. <laughs> I did 11 bags of leaves, girl. And I only made like a very small dent in yes. what I actually have to do, you know. But when I'm out there, sometimes when I'm doing it, then I start thinking in my head, I should not have to be out here. I'm like, I have five freaking nephews all over the age of like eight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my bro- between my brother and my sister, I feel that they should be like, you know, my sister need help with her lawn. Let's, hey, get your boys together. Bring them over here and help out, help their auntie, help their auntie with the lawn. But nobody is doing that. And I did ask for help, like last year I did. And that's why I know this year I'm not even going to bother asking for help because they disappointed me. You know, but it's upsetting when you are the person who constantly gets leaned on. And when you want to lean on others, it's like everybody want to act crazy. Like they just don't understand what you mean. I'm like, tell your kid they're going to do some leaves at auntie's house. They don't have choices and, and stuff. But I was a different parent with my kids. So there's no way. My my sister, if she needed assistance, if she called me and said, hey, can Nate come over here? If Nate was under the age of 18 and he did not have a legitimate reason to not be able to help, like he had another job or like one of my nephews, he plays football. So he's heavy into that. So he has practice and stuff like that. I get that. But there's another, the other three nephews, well, I guess the one nephew, he's 21 now. So he okay, but but the other two, like 15 and, and 12, don't have any jobs. <laughs> they would be at my sister's house if she needed assistance. And it wouldn't be asking them, did they feel like doing it? It would be like, oh, this is what you're doing today. That's the kind of sister that I was. And that's the kind of, um, you know, parent that I would be to my kids. But I can't make them make their kids come and help me. So I just have to do what I have to do. Right. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I, I thought that I was going to fork over the cash and just say, oh, I'm going to get somebody to do my leads. But guess what? I decided to have a book edited. And that's a pretty hefty <laughs> chunk of change. So... I'm like, eh, I can't get the book edited and bring somebody over here that's going to charge me several hundred dollars to get up my massive leaves, you know? And yes, we're, um, Southfield is the tree city. <laughs> so just for people to understand, we don't have just a few leaves. We have a billion leaves. And when you get them up the next morning, you can come outside and you will see them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at you I do have a service to get that up I do feel how you feel but one of the things I think I had to do and I'm still working on realizing that as I do chores because it does like when you get out there you have to do a chore because that's now considered a chore with these leaves you do start reflecting on man I wish I had more help man I wish somebody could help me I shouldn't have to keep asking. They should already know. It's like you're getting tested on things that you've been uncomfortable with for years when you go through widowhood. One of them is asking for help. That's one of the tests. Like, are you able to put your pride aside to ask for help? 
And if it doesn't go that route, you might have to look at, you know, paying, which is what we don't want to do because, like you said, we don't have to allocate that money somewhere else. But I think also, too, and one of the things I had to learn even with a, a previous dispute um, that we was talking to offline, which is I can't expect me out of others. So you know how you mm-hmm. said I would do and I do this? Yeah. Yes, you're expecting you out of others. And then it's also a situation where it was somebody that said this to me a while, year, many years, not many years, but about five years ago, it was said to me, there are people that are givers and takers, and you got to figure out which one you are. So, you know, if you're always the one giving or volunteering or getting something done for other people, you can't really hold them responsible for not doing the same because that might not be their characteristic. And I had to learn that, you know, from multitude of people and also from Jay Shetty when he had it on one of his podcasts, like you can't, you know, you're, he was almost like you're wrong to put that weight on them because maybe they can't handle that weight of it. But at the same time, I think that's where boundaries started setting. And again, we already know we don't have to communicate your boundaries, but maybe if you feel this way, you have to take away something, you know, maybe you have to not give so much. Not saying you don't give because that's your personality, but maybe you have to start taking, you know, not giving so much. But to go back to the problem at hand, which is we need help. <laughs> Ain't no time to do the psychological of BS today. <laughs> we be needing some help out here. I think it's all about pacing yourself. The leaf thing is something else. You only had 15 bags. You know, our trees take about, I want to say maybe 40 bags plus. I had bags that were so long that when the person packed the bag, I think it was, I want to say last year, they had to pack it on top of the bag. That's how many bags. The whole bag had took up the length of my, you know, front space. And then he had to put bags on top. Which, you know, can get up there. You're looking at, I want to say about 30 bags. So they come in, they come and do yours all at once? That's what they did last time. They waited until all the leaves fell because what's happening is I had a two big trees. Of course, the leaves fell. They leaves fall. But then what happens is as the wind blows from other people's houses, the mm-hmm. it looks like it lands at my house. I don't know. Like, it just lands right here at, you know, at the house. So. It's like it's back, and it's like, oh, my God, we got more leaves. And so you got to get those leaves off. They floss on top of the roof, so I had to have somebody come in the roof and get the leaves off. I had to have the gutters clean. That's what I got to do. I got to get somebody for my gutters. Yeah, it's just so, so much. And even with the gutters, like, I think I had a a contact. She said she'd do it for 50, but every time I reach out to her, I don't get no, no information. So right now I had to have the lawman. He said, "Oh, I do the gutters, but why is it the cost? It's like one twenty-five. So that's just draining." But my, here's my thing: the man about gutters. His thing makes me mad about gutters. So I look at the gutter. I don't know how high yours are, or you know what that. They're not that high. So here's my thing: so I'm right. See, seeing I'm that person that be like, "I'm gonna do this my damn self. I'm gonna get a ladder." And I'm going, just like I would tell my son, who was not, he don't know how to clean gutters, but he did get up there on the ladder and clean them out before. And I feel, I be trying to do it myself. That's the type of person. It's like, 
if I don't want to pay for it, I guess, what is that called? It might be a little, um, maybe I'm a little honorary, you know, like I ain't paying for this service. I'm going to do it myself. I thought frugal. Is it frugal? Frugal is definitely one of them too, but you know, I don't know. I do like to say you you can clean it. Had I been 10 years younger, I'd be up there, but um, clumsy T don't need to be on nobody's high end. <laughs> I take a chance wearing that three inch heel uh, Timberland boot that I like to put on once a week, going to take my son to school in the car. Once so a I, week, I, 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 yeah, once a week, girl, I do not need to be on because I already sprained my ankle on that uh, skate. I didn't even go on the bike this year because I was afraid that you know clumsy T was about to fall. So that's the thing. I need somebody. Probably who gonna catch me if I slip? Cause it ain't gonna be the um the oxy the main man Wilson. I can tell you. Yeah, watch me fall I've like never, that. I've never tackled. I've never tackled the um the gutter. So I mean, okay. I do have to recognize my my limitations. You know, I'm not too much clumsy. But I guess it'll be like, okay, how much is this gonna cost me now? Like, if, if I found somebody for like seventy five dollars. I just need under a hundred dollars. And I just know when I look at my lawn, I just know they're gonna look at this and be like, oh, she gonna pay whatever we quote <laughs> because they're gonna look at it and think, you know, that oh, she ain't she can't get all the them. And I hate for a person to, you know, think they're getting over on me. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I'll be like, I can get these leaves up now. Like, it might take me all winter long. <laughs> and, and actually what I found, so like last year. Because I didn't pay anybody. So mm-hmm. I got up what I could get up. But of course, you know, it was still leaves like in the backyard and stuff. So then you come around to the springtime. The springtime is a much better time to get leaves up because the weather is better. Mm-hmm. And like you said, girl, music energizes me. I can turn my music on and I, I have a nice little system for picking up my leaves. You know, I'm not hurting my back. It's like my daughter, she was like, I don't know how you do that. She's like, I'd be out there <sighs> tired. I said, well, see, I do it in a way where I'm not hurting myself. You know, like I buy that little thing that um, the little thing you stick in the bag that holds the bags open for you. I use yes. a combination of I have the shovel and I have the uh, leaf bag, no, the rake and the leaf bag. So I kind of like sweep it in a pile, like pick it up together. And I just, you know, so what falls in the bag falls in the bag. Get your leaf blower. But see, the leaf blower don't pick them up. I use my rake for picking up. Now, I I had a leaf blower, but right now... You got to get the one with the bag. You got to get the one... I have a black and decker. The only thing is she's small. I need something huge. <laughs> I can't be out there all day, but my I have a leaf blower. And at one point, when if the leaves, let's put it this way, if the leaves get too heavy, which it shouldn't because I paid the extra $20 now for him to pick up the leaves every cut. He was cutting it every week. So that's what the thing he was picking it up, but you can't tell because the leaves are still there. But... Okay. But I, so that, but I had the, the bag up, pick the leaves up. Cause that's the, not a leaf blower. Yeah, the leaf blower. Okay, so I have a leaf blower and it has a bag. In that bag, when the leaf is going into the blower, it goes into the bag. It mulches the leaves. That so what happens? Sound like a blower. 
a blower blows the leaves. So how? Yeah, it blows. And, and, and it is. And just know, just know that it is. It's, it, it, it sucks. Yeah. It is. Uh, I have to come and watch this. Okay, you gonna have to come and watch. I have watched it several times, but I think I posted a video about it as well. But we have. Um, and I think it was on our page, I think, if I'm not mistaken, because Ox was, you know, he was doing the commentating while I was mulching these leaves. The only issue is the bag is small, so it fills up really quick. And then I had to dump it into the bag. I need something that gets at least half of the fill up at a time. So then we ate out here all night mulching these leaves, but I did it whenever my walkway gets to the point where it's, it's making noise. You know, when you're walking, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that means I need... Them leaves need to go like... Yeah, and that's why, yeah, when I was thinking about, you know, getting a service, and I was like, I wasn't... Because like, what happened with my leaf blower, I have an, e, uh, an electric leaf blower. So the battery, apparently, is not designed to last very long. So I think I've had it for three or four years. So my battery stopped working and nobody like just sells the battery. Mm -hmm. So you, I got to order it. So I've been, look, I told you, I've been paying my editor for the last uh, few weeks. So <laughs> that has not been in my budget to get the um, the battery, but that's coming up next because I do want to get my leaves uh, together. But yeah, like, because I have so many. What about the leaf shield? Like that leaf shield. I always why I went to a leaf shield because it costs. Are you talking about for the gutter? Yep. I think it's like called like a leaf shield where you can could protect the gutters and won't yeah, have to clean I them. I do want to get that. I want to get the. It's um, like I in least, the I at least so. want to get the. Um, I think it would be worth it for all these leaves I got falling. Girl, and just if that's, if that's I feel like I already paid that amount. <laughs> Yeah, if, I, if that's gonna keep my gutter, keep me from having to keep bringing people over, and because you know sometimes with gutters, if you don't know what's up there, I can't see. It's like I don't know what that's doing, but I know cleaning your gutters is very important because it could be, you know, if you don't clean them, it has all these other effects, you know, on your your house and your roof and everything, and you might not think it's doing anything because you don't uh, see yeah. that damage. <laughs> Right. So yeah, I would definitely invest in, in the leaf the leaf guard because I've, yes. uh, I've been meaning to call I've been meaning to call them I've been meaning to call them for a um, consultation to see what it's gonna cost me. Mm -hmm. Well, you should, you go ahead and call them and you let me know what they say. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. But you know what? It's not just that. I want to I want to vinyl the house. You know how I have the wood and stuff, and then you know. With the weather and everything, you can paint the house, but then you have to repaint the house again. And it's a constant job. When you vinyl the little wood that I have that, you know, surrounds the house, I don't have, you know, because I have a brick home. So most of it is brick to be a ranch style home. But the vinyl, the wood that you can see, mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, that would work over time because all I would have to do is pay somebody to power wash, but not even because now they offer, you know, you got to, you can buy a power wash anywhere. And put the soap and you know wash it yourself to keep her up spruced up and everything. Mm -hmm. But I do think it'd be a few grand. When I mean by that, like it might have been twenty five hundred back in the day because I literally don't have that much wood. The biggest is the you know would be you know in the front with you know with the porch and the porch in the back. Those are where that money would really. That's where it's stacking up. But that little bit of wood on the side, 
that's two strips. That ain't even, you know what I'm saying? That ain't even enough to even get me on the calculator. But it's the it's that part where again, right there at the the, the front and the back. So it's probably gonna be five. They'll probably do that. But I would rather have that than I ain't gotta worry about painting. I probably would redo the gutters. <laughs> So they are, everybody do. And so we won't have no no issues with, you know, outside. But the house is always a continuous job. And I think where I get trouble with asking help, it ain't just house stuff. It's the kid, like you said, getting the center, getting someone to tutor your son. Like he has a handwriting issue, trying to get him help in school, had to switch about a whole district. And then today, Oxy asked, <laughs> the lady asked him, well, what do you do at home for learning? He said, well, I do handwriting. And then he going to say, mommy used to do um, do the reading, but she has a new boss. And I'm not going to go into the detail, but he told the other part, too. <laughs> so I was like, look here, Oxy. So I felt bad, even though, you know, I don't, you know, Kelly was like, don't take it that way. She's just trying to figure it out. But I just felt like very judged because I'm like, I do everything. And my son was like, yeah, you the boss of everything. You the boss. You you do everything. You got you got uh, the pick up me from school job. Oh, my God. You got the widow job. I said the widow job. The widow job. The, the podcast. <laughs> you got the soror job. You got to write for them. You got this. He was like, you got to fix school job. You got to help me with my clothes job. Like he, he was, was calling all of the stuff jobs. Yeah, that's his eyes. That's wow. job. So, you know, it just hurt. But me. I was afraid to help. But here's the thing I think that with the school system, they are constantly going off on parents. And I think they're constantly making all parents feel as though they're not doing enough, you know? And I think that's kind of, um, I think they need to stop with that message, you know? Yeah, stop asking my kids what I'm doing. Kids are suffering. At first, we have, kids, it's it's wide range. It's a societal thing. It's not just these Mm -hmm. parents aren't doing what they can do. Everything has changed. Kids don't go outside. And that ideal, because they don't, well, yeah, and they ideally want you to spend 15, they said kids should not spend no more than 15 to 30 minutes on homework. That's not realistic if you're giving a book, a whole book for them to do. Like, it's not realistic if that kid struggles. They're with you six hours flat. We know that. Six hours of their time is spent with you. So that's where the heaviest learning is done. And then the parent comes home, they reinforcing it. They also right. reinforcing it in the summertime. So I feel like a lot of times their mindset, and I don't know if there's more like people at the new school now that they were, you know, some at-home mamas. I ain't that no at-home mama. And I said, of all the things you said, you never told that lady I was a widow, because that would have shut the whole thing down. <laughs> I am not a, you know, baby mama or whatever you thinking. I am a solo parent. But, and not by choice. This was, uh, uh, you know, due to the current events of what happened to my late husband, we are down here. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm doing the best I can with what I got in the words of Mariah Carey. Don't be coming up here asking him what we doing. You bet I do we do his handwriting. I said actually we might not read every day at 15 minutes, but when we do have a good day, we sit there and we read at least an hour 
and see, I actually wants me to read those novels to him. I actually need to read to me because I want you needs to learn how to read. Not TT. TT TT get to get past with her reading. But I am not, and then I gotta be animated with it because I gotta, you know, show the, you know, the lion, the giraffe, and now he had brought home that Greek mythology. I was like, now what the what you know about uh Aries and them? And got me out here acting all uh, animated and you just looking. Can you look at the words? So, you know, I told him, I said, uh, you need to bring, so for them that think, like, I was like, I don't know who that lady was, but she must don't know I am very engaged. I talked to the teacher. If I ain't talking or emailing her once a week, I don't know who he is because somebody else then took over Tanya's account because I send an email once a week. Um, the math, we did fall behind last week due to the Halloween schedule. Um, mm-hmm. and now they're completing that at school because I told her math was taking a little longer. So when one subject takes a little longer, because it takes longer because he doesn't know how to read as good. Again, you keep saying 15 minutes, it's not going to take him 15 minutes. And then he has a, um, um, he was diagnosed with ADHD, which is still a hard medicine to get. You know, I had to switch pharmacies and now I got to go call and follow up because I don't know, the customer service went out the window when COVID happened. So now I got to call the pharmacy. I said, I ain't never had to chase somebody to pay money in my mm-hmm. life as much as I do now. So I just, you know, it's it's all a whole lot of stuff. And then here she come. I, I don't know. I felt judged, but I think it was, I was in an emotional state too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I definitely count myself as lucky that I don't have kids in the school system right now. Because, I mean, that was a long journey, you know, even before, you know, my daughter, you know, she was coming up, you know, what, 10 or so, like when the cell phone things start coming out. But mm-hmm. I know one of the things where I would always feel guilty every time it was time to take the kids for their physical mm-hmm. and they, they got these same questions they probably had since I was going to physicals as a child when my mother was taking me. How many hours of TV does the child watch? How many fruits and vegetables? Like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my, God. I would feel so bad. Like when I would be writing like how much milk they were drinking a day or how many uh, fruits and vegetables. So then that makes you reflect on what you're doing. You're like, oh my God, I think we went to McDonald's and Burger King. and But that's reality, you know, being mm-hmm. a working parent. Unfortunately, when we're working and then for myself, I was single. I was a single parent. And um, even when I was married, we still we just had bad eating habits. You know? We did eat more fast food than what we should have. But my thing is the people that are asking you these questions, they're doing the same things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when you have to fill out these forms and, you know, they tell you, oh, you should be reading to your kids you know, this many hours a day. you like, oh, you mean after I work my eight-hour job, after I come yep. home and feed the kid, give the baby a bath and, and you know, help with mm-hmm. homework. Then on top of that, sometimes we need to, they need to, like, change the expectation to the, the um, society that we're living in today. Some stuff, you got to do it on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? When you have a little bit more time, you right. can't fit all that stuff. Kids are cranky. They done been in school all day. And then mm-hmm. I hear you come from, okay, I got to read to you. They can't hardly pay attention to it because they're tired and stressed out. You're tired. That does not make for a happy home. 
you know. It so. does not. But like I said, it could have been me taking it out of context because I was already agitated. I feel like, like you said um, before, it's like a balancing act. It's like you're trying to balance everything. You only have 24 hours a day and you need at least seven to eight of those hours to go to sleep. So really, you don't have 24 hours. You have 24 hours minus eight to really balance and have a very nutritional sleep because sleep is just important in having a good health. You can be healthy if you ain't sleeping, that's going out the window. You have to have that adequate sleep. That that's rest that's needed for the body. Yeah, like they say, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not gonna be any good for taking care of the, you know, children that you're in charge of. Yeah. So with that being said, I just did, you know, I did like that comment or whatever, but it ain't, uh, you know, I got to keep it moving because people always don't say such it. And I think that's been the testimony for this year of 2023. I have always been trying to seek the validation of others when really there's nothing to really seek. It is what it is. Um, so you could only be you. There are going to be people that's not going to like you. Like right now, I'm currently reading my soror, Lashonda, um, uh, I don't want to say her last name wrong. It's either urine or earring. I don't care. I'm having a day. What's the name <laughs> of the book? And the name of the book is Boss Rights, A Leader Guide to Recognizing That You Are Built for Opportunity, Success, and Service. But one of the tips that she put in here, because I read this in between, like when I felt anxious at work, I read a few pages, you know, as my little break, and then I start back doing what I'm doing, um, you know, as my little 15-minute break. But, you know, one of the things she had on here is overcoming barriers to success, recognizing that lies will be told about you. It's your choice to believe them or not. Rely on and trust the vision that God has given you and do not listen to the voices of other people. Mm-hmm. So that was something that always held me back because I think I was the voice that was actually telling myself those things like, oh, they don't, they saying this and they say, I mean, I ain't heard nothing or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm telling I'm myself assumptions. Mm-hmm. I'm over there making assumptions. Another thing is stop looking at people in your surroundings. You are predestined for greatness. Look to God and put your faith into action. Your small wins are a setup for your big wins. Mm. And the first time we saw, I saw my soror in person was at our retreat. And that was one of the best things that my um, Basilisk, Basilisk Wise, had brought her to it. And I love this book. But one thing I can say about this book in my my age in my generation is that my generation can appreciate that because we done been through it and we at the point where we're trying to elevate before we sell okay (laughs) whereas a younger generation they didn't really take to the book but it has so many good gems that would just help you through life but I, I found myself getting anxious and overwhelmed lately and so I happened to look, I said, wait a minute, I ain't finished this book and it's only 80 pages. So I was like, let me read a few pages, you know, throughout the day or, you know, some days. And 
shoot, as quiet as it kept, I might read some of it tonight, you know, because I don't really, me at nighttime watching TV, I can go through a day where I might watch TV the whole night. Then mm-hmm. I can go through a day where I don't watch TV. So I think this is one of those where I'm going to actually sit here and probably try to get a couple of pages in because it was like the book was right here, right now, time to go on, go into, um, just it just it's what it what my soul needed right now i'm you know being a leader at work uh being a leader in my sorority as you already know as well <laughs> being in leadership just period you you're a librarian that's the you know a top of the line um leader right there then you have your you know your committee your chair which you run as well as you got your all independent businesses we had the podcast. It's just sometimes when you feel discouraged and you feel out of the whack, you need something to come along to kind of just reground you and just tell them and tell you to stay the course. And I feel like her book does that. And it just so you know, it just talks about it. But I just wanted to drop those two little gems because that was something I think was what my issue was with, you know, validation. Also, when it applies for help, too, because I don't want to give them the satisfaction that I needed help because I don't want them to talk about me. Mm, And the the words of what I am saying now at 41 is, girl, forget that. Let them talk shit. You need help. Like, (laughs) that's exactly how I look at it now. You You need help. And when it doesn't, when one no happens, you move on. And that's one of the many, that's one of the tips that I dropped in the latest book that came out um, with Jenny, which is, you know, the, what was it? Oh, God. Like I said, I'm getting sleepy. Widow Parents Unite. Um, mm-hmm. 50, I think it's 52 tips. Uh, to surviving your first year as a widow, one of them is don't be afraid of the no's. One no, don't shock the show. And you got to oh. keep on, keep on giving, um, getting what you need. You need it to build your support system. And it's okay that the support system changes. But that's what I think, even with housework and stuff. You know how many times I've been through a lawman? man? I thought I was going to have a lawman man forever, girl. When he when the first one retired, I was usually fussing about him. But now that I had several, he was the best. The first one was the best that retired. I don't oh. love them. Like, when it came to my leaf pickup and stuff, I didn't have to ask him. He always said, I'm going to do it at the end with I'm lastly. And you'll be all set. When it came to my gutters, he would go and clean out the gutters. And I don't even think he charged extra for that. He would clean it out for me, get it off my roof and stuff. They mm. charged extra just for everything. For everything. It's a dandelion in the, the, the grass. They charge the extra for that to get it out. You see what I'm saying? Like, Mm-mm. I paid for, yes, I did, girl. I paid 200 for dandelion treatment. Oh, girl, all of that. And that's the one that, you know, girl. That's the type of thing where you have to, because some of that stuff that they're upcharging you for like that, you probably could go to Home Depot and get you some spray. I would, but I see, wait a minute, was it Miracle, not the Miracle Drove, but which one came back rounder, came back with the cancer cause? I said, I ain't about to be out there with that. The dandelion gonna stay there forever. (laughs) 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 the grass. If you want me, I ain't gonna be gonna put my health in risk. Why y'all selling products like this? You should go out there and snatch her up. I wish I had. I wish my. 
But you know what? I like him just like he is. Because I was going to say, I wish Ox would go out there and just pull the buck. But maybe that's just it, His him. time has come. Mm-mm. It's not, that it, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to give him the direction to go out here and do it. You said that's just not him. Oh, girl, listen, he, that just sounds like he is operating in his young mandom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How the men know stuff needs to be done, but sometimes they just don't take the initiative. And it's just easier to sit back and let somebody else do it. And unfortunately, that's the women because we want it done. So we are here like, I want it done. So let me go do it. But as far as I... He's young, you know, now by the time he gets to be a good, I'll give him about a good two more years to get out there because that too is something you want to be cautious of because you are a single mom. Mm-hmm. You're paying for these services. Yeah. But, if you let, but if you continue to pay for them, as he gets older, he's not going to have that experience like to get out there and know how to clean the lawn, pull some weeds, cut some bushes, cut this grass. Like my son, I was so grateful for the fact when I moved to this house that, um, you know, he was able to do that stuff. And even though he didn't have my grass cut as perfectly as I would have liked it, but I'm like, young man, you're going to do this work. And nope, I'm not going to go and buy a riding lawnmower so that you can ride around in the lawnmower because I believe <laughs> you need to, you need to, that, that's something for people who are older to be that comfortable and ride around I me. Mean, yeah, I got a big lawn, but I also mm-hmm. felt that he's a young man. He was like 14, 15. You can push this lawnmower around here. I could push the lawnmower. I just mm-hmm. I just have the trouble starting it because, you know, my shoulder issues and stuff, you know, but I'm in my 40s, you know, but uh, yeah, I think he, he'll, he'll, he'll get to that, you know, so no, don't say that's not him. Cause he'll be uh, that when he get older. Like, I be over here. Yeah, I don't do that long work. I don't go, girl. That was not my forte either with my auntie. She, yeah, she was like, "You didn't want to help me and get lazy, uh-uh, honey. That's just not my thing." But I probably should have been paying attention, taking notes, because I'm paying for it now. Well, see, maybe that's my maybe that's my issue because when my brother used to, you know, when he was supposed to do the lawn and do the outside stuff, right. I always had to go and help him. Even though I was supposed to do the inside stuff. So I'm not a stranger to raking leaves and shoveling snow and stuff like that. So that's why I think it comes kind of natural for me to want to get out there and do it myself. Even though I I would love the convenience to just be, oh, no, I'm just going to have my service come. But see, I'll be trying to hold on the money for these Mm -hmm. other things. Like Like today, I'm sitting at work today, go online. I just splurged. And spent a couple hundred dollars. I bought me two pair of shoes, Tanya. Remember we was talking about how I need to get my shoe game back up? Yeah, you got your shoe I bought game a back pair up. Of black shoes, a pair of red shoes. I bought a red blazer and this cute red dress. I'm like, see, that's why I can't get no You're getting ready for Father's Day. Listen, that's why, I can't, <laughs> that's, that's why I can't get no lawn service because I need my money to be able to buy me some clothes. Not paying uh, for stuff that I could take my time and work my way through. See? 
But that I looked at that as you get ready for Founders Day right there because everything was ready. And it is coming. Yep, you know. Yep. Listen, it's so easy to buy them sorority colors. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. As I'm on Etsy right now because you know it's November. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I get it, girl. I get it. But, you that stuff, my stuff, I was like, ooh, I just need a tutorial or something. Just one, okay, you do this. It's how you do it, you know, and don't have to be out here all day. Because even with my lawman, he ain't out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be out there all day. We'd probably take him, I can see a couple of hours, because he got a bowling lawn. And then there is things, like my friend Rosie sent me something like a push. Like, you push the thing along and it collects the leaves, girl. But when I went to go check out how much that thing cost, it was $255. I said... Is, she is, it something, is it something that you can continuously use? I mean, because that's an It, does. it does look like you can. Yeah, it does look like you can use it, but it's like, I need to know how. <laughs> For that much, I need her to be like, this is going to change the game. I need like an infomercial. Every time I watch, that, you know, what's the one, Hulu or something that comes and be like, on oh, this commercial, making life better, the leap. AKA <laughs> saver. Like, I need to make sure it's going to work because I would hate to have under $200 sitting up in my garage. Now, is this something, something that you're getting, like, from Home Depot? Is this something you're uh-uh, ordering it's online? On, it's on the Amazon. Girl, you know I'm on Amazon. I, they might as well put me on the Amazon commercial. Amazon. <laughs> the Amazon got it. But wait a minute. Here go another one. It's, okay, so it's called the Leaf and Grass Push Lawn Sweeper. Push lawn sweeper. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to get these leaves. Now, this one is one twenty six, so it ain't two hundred dollars, but it only has three stars. Uh uh. Got right. Got to read the reviews. Got to read the reviews. You got to make sure the person getting it right, because you got some people that don't get it right. And that that grass pickup is no joke, because my guy don't like when he cut my grass. I think he's picking up that grass. Cause I was, you know how you're looking at the grass like that. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, that's how my son was doing it. Okay, Girl, he was not, not he no was business. not using he was not using the bag, and he was just cutting it so that that film of you know the rest of the grass was sitting on top of the grass. But you know what? I just said, you know what? That's okay. I know you have doing that. But I understood it was like a huge, I mean, that would have took him a lot of trips, like to empty the bag every time. Because that would have been like every every rotation of going up and down the lawn. He would have been taking the bag off, emptying it. I just wanted the grass cut. I was, I know he's not a landscaper. I'm like, just cut, keep the grass cut. That was my expectation of him. You know, these, um, what, I guess, what, five years that he had been at the house. And hell, I should have been saving up my money to pay for Alonzo because I knew this time was going to come, you know, when he was going to be going off to college and he wouldn't be here, you know, for the shoveling of snow and stuff like that. But I'm finding myself struggling with like, now I got you on that snow service. I got you on that snow now. I done took the leap with that. I can't wait till that man said we offer snow service. I'm like, no need because I got you. Don't need it. Because me and him, like like I said, he came to my rescue because my lawnmower band, they quit in the middle of the, they, yeah. 
So <laughs> don't need to go over that detail either, but it was some mess. But it was nothing with me. It was was within the organization. So they ended up quitting and he had to refund me back my money, like, you know, a good businessman would. And I had to find a lawn service very quick because the grass actually was a lot of rain that week too. So the grass grew and the first grass man, the, the previous grass man I had wasn't cutting it down. So it was easy to get to eight inches of grass in two rain cycles. So I had to go with this guy I found online. So I always would be grateful to him because he did put me right on the schedule after making three calls to some other people that didn't call me back. Uh, the one person I would have loved going to cost a little bit more, but I might actually, there ain't no might. I probably would go with him next year for the grass cutting only because I think he would do a better, you know, he's used to the yards in Southfield. He's like five of the other houses, but he's very expensive. So I could tell he prides himself in that. But what people are doing, they have turned this into their full-time business. So when they done cutting grass, they do snow. But that's where my snow gel come out. And now, girl, I got the electric shovel, girl. The um, <laughs> the cordless one, girl. I'm about to be out there. I'm about to get them sidewalks. Remember, because my biggest was I can get the driveway right. I had the cord long enough. It would take me, and I'd go through and do the driveway. But it was that sidewalk. The You know, the sidewalks was the issue. Not even the walk, because my Stone Jones, uh, the one that was plugged in, she could get around to the walkway up to my porch. But it's the sidewalk in front that has to be shoveled. And there's a little nook that connects to the other nook across the street. So I she did my my snow joke couldn't reach that far. She she didn't go that far. I got a hundred foot. And that's exactly what she gave me. A hundred feet. If I go any further, we've been tangled in the cord. But I went and got me the, the cordless one. She went on sale, girl, because they normally, I think, two hundred. I think she dropped down to fifty dollars this summer. Oh wow! That's ma'am. I ordered her so quick. I couldn't even. I don't even know if the car had let the car rest good. I was like, Amazon delivered her, and I just took her out the box today. I said I started assembling her. I was like, it is time. It is time. It's time to get you together, and it's time to get you charged up because when that first snowfall happens. I'm coming out, and all you're going to hear is, and that's me in the snow gel. So I got you on that snow. I'm telling you, get you a snow gel. Look now. Shoot. Don't wait. Yeah, I'm going to have to see, because I had a snow blower, and my son said sometimes when you let the youth use stuff, and you don't know how to use it. So in his using it, he did something. He broke the handle. And so now when I try to pull it out, actually, when I pulled it out this summer, because I was looking at it thinking it was my lawnmower. <laughs> but I was like, that's not it. But I saw, I didn't realize how bad the handle was. He had told me something happened to it. But he was like, yeah, but I could still use it. It's still good. But I'm looking at it like, hell, I probably should have took this back or, you know, had somebody look at it. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to use it. So I will look into the... um. Let me. I'm What's it called? The, the snow gel. Snow gel. Let me help you out right now. I'm about to look for you. So right now, if you get the handheld 24 volt SS13 TV1 cordless shovel bundle, that's the one I got. 
or the one I have, sorry, don't let me use incorrect English there. It is 169. Now it's a little more pricey because you know it's in the we in the fall now, but that summertime, man, that thing had dropped down to fifty dollars. I was like, Ooh. well, let me tell, let me tell you what I'm gonna do. I might wait till next summer to buy it. That's how frugal I can be. <laughs> Oh, that is how man. frugal I got a show but luckily I don't have see like I don't have the sidewalks that you do right I just have to deal with my um yeah I just have to deal with my driveway and I have a little walkway I do clean off my porch so you don't but, need um, the big one like me you just need the shovels like the cordless shovel that I just quoted but you know another thing to do look at the warehouses because I think Samsung had it for 99 at one point. So you mm-hmm. can even get it for 100 and maybe less at a warehouse. Because you just need that little bit. It, and the only reason why I got the handheld shovel is I was over at the babysitter Kayla's house one <laughs> time. And it was snowing, right? And I was almost slid to get into the house. She has marble, a marble porch. Oh, that, oh, that don't that don't work well on ice. Let me tell you. No, so I was like, what the? And I was like, girl, it's snowing. I said, it is. I said, and I looked and I thought, you got the snow shovel. She said, yeah, we can. I said, well, yeah, I don't know how to use. I forgot to see this. Went out there three minutes. I was done. It took me three minutes. Hit mm, her porch mm. up real good. Made a pathway and hit them steps because you like you. She doesn't have a sidewalk in the front. Mm-hmm. Just grass in her little walkway. Three minutes, I swear. And the, the most time was me getting it about the house. You know, yeah, and I was done. She was like, "Well, thank you, but time to give me some salt. Put some salt out there. We was done. Now y'all can walk." Because I said, "You about to have a slip and fall situation right here." So yeah, you just go out. You, I'm telling you, that's the probably what you need. You don't need no big one like the one I have for the driveway. <laughs> and everything, because my driveway is huge. You just need you one little handheld. I'm telling you, that's going to save you on time. You ain't got to worry about going get gas for that snow blower. None of that. Get your little handheld, get you on the way. And it don't have to be snow, Joe. Anybody can do it at this point. Just get you something that's going to power up. <laughs> Yes, yes. So look, well, we covered a lot uh, in this in, in this episode. So mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, things that you need help with, you know, if it's something that you truly, truly need to ask help for, you know, work on it. You might have to pray to push that pride away and say, hey, I need some help in this area, you know, but if it's something that you might need, you might be able to do yourself, but maybe you have never had to do it yourself because your spouse was there, you know, challenge yourself, you know, to go out there and pull some weeds or, you know, shovel some snow. Don't hurt yourself, you know, if you got back issues, because, you know, I'm 48 now, you know, so, you know, when you say when you get older, you got to be careful, you know, doing that shoveling, People can hurt themselves, but I think that's more like for the seniors. I'm not quite there yet, you know, but there could be people, you know, who listen to us who are there. Definitely not trying to tell women, you know, get out there, do your own lawn. Do it if you can. And then I'm also going to say do it if you want to and you're able to. But if you're if you can afford it. Put it in your budget. Like my daughter, she was going over her budget and, you know, for her lifestyle. She wants to be able to pay for um, a house cleaner, somebody to do her laundry. 
She wants daycare. And I mean, like all of this stuff. I'm like, pay for somebody to do your laundry. I'm going to do my own laundry. But that's the kind of money that she wants to make where she can pay for those services. So if you have the money to do that, or that's what your value, you know, leads you to do, go for what you know. Like everything is not for everybody. And we had to talk about that laundry service next episode, because you are right. A lot of widows um, and their support group that I attend has mentioned that they had they get a laundry service to help with laundry. So that's not like it's a that's kind of like shoot, that's probably the way of the world. I think we're getting behind. You know how our fa- our parents had a hard time keeping up with technology. Yeah, <laughs> we had a hard I just keep up with expenses. Or not even <laughs> it's not it's the it's not the it's the conveniences. We're we're living in like we went from and when we were coming up you know, microwave TVs was all the rave. Having color TV and VCRs and, you know, DVR. Oh, I could record my program. That was big stuff. So now the world just is continuing to evolve, you know. So now you got people, oh, it's a service out here. So I could some, have somebody come pick up my laundry, wash it, fold it, <laughs> and deliver it. Mm-hmm. Hey, people are paying for it. I still kind of have a lot of my old school mentality. And, you know, and it might just be my frugality as well, because I'm like, there are things that I would drop some money on in a minute, like when I bought my clothes today. <laughs> I, would treat, I would treat myself to some clothes in a you minute. To treat yourself. You know, but I'm like, something like that, I'm like, I ain't about to pay nobody for something I can do myself. That's how my mind works, but that's not everybody. And that, that's fine, you know. So, yeah, I think this is going to be very beneficial, you know, to our listeners. And we'll always be talking about it. I like, I love how you were giving the product recommendations because that would be something we could throw on the on the site and on the blog and, you know, give some people some actual um, tools, you know, that we've used and have had success with. So I think this has been another good episode. It has. Until next time. Until next time. All right.